Let us remember we are always and everywhere in the holy presence of God. Hello and welcome to the Presence Podcast. This is Rick and you are here for episode number 320. And I'm glad you're here this morning, even if it isn't morning for me and possibly not even morning for you, wherever you are and whenever you are. It's almost two o'clock on Saturday afternoon and I am recording Friday's episode. Now this is later than usual. It is on a weekday. I think I recorded yesterday's later as well, but it was because I had a fairly late night last night. And by the time I got home from what I will tell you about here in a moment, I was talked out. So I did the dishes, read a little and went to bed, which was really the best thing I could do. And then I actually slept in quite a bit today. That's why it's two o'clock and not, you know, like 10 o'clock in the morning. So, uh, so here we are yesterday, Friday was a day like the other days that I've kept my eyes, my ears, and my soul open to experience the presence of God. So yesterday there were two main things about the day and both of which were revelations of God's presence with me. First was the faculty retreat that we had. And then second was my launch officially first gig of the new business that I have mentioned on this podcast. But last night was for real. I got a job. I got paid. It was nice. So yesterday started with the faculty retreat and I gotta be honest, I am glad it was not until an 8.30 start because you may recall Thursday night, the night before yesterday, was parent-teacher conferences, so I and my colleagues were there until 8.30 at least. So the fact that we had at least 12 hours to get some sleep, get whatever we needed done at home and before coming back the next day, that was better than if we had a, a shorter window. Also, it was really, really, really good that I didn't have to teach students yesterday because I was pretty tired during the day. The faculty retreat was, um, I, I, I liked it. I, um, we've done this retreat before off campus at a church that is um, really a lovely setting for a retreat. Good space and a nice sanctuary and outdoor area for, you know, walking or reflecting and problem is, is that is, uh, that church is, is pretty far from where I live. It's about a 30, 40 minute drive. And, um, we didn't go there yesterday, which I think some of my colleagues were disappointed that we were just coming to the school and, you know, we were going to be in our same old environment, which to some ways defeats the purpose of a retreat where you want to get away from the same old environment. But from my perspective, it it was good because, uh, not only could I, Uh, not have to drive as far, so save some time, but it also um, put me at school because I needed to get some work done at school after the retreat. So it was good. It was, um, it was a really, I think, nice day. It was compact, also known as brief. It was focused with tasks, but at the same time, not over-focused. There was flexibility in what people could do with uh, each other and in reflection. And, um, I think it was a good day. The um, theme this year for the school and also for um, for our faculty has to do with um, getting to know each other better and also being vulnerable with each other. 
And, you know, vulnerability, I think, is such an important part of relationships. Um, it's something I struggle with just in general with people. And it's kind of tricky, though, with colleagues because, you know, how how well do we know these people and how much do we want to share and, you know, being vulnerable with our students. That's kind of the same issues rise and the third issue rises. How much is appropriate, you know? So yeah, I think it's a good idea and concept to both talk about and also to practice. And we were called to do both yesterday. And I was really grateful because kind of one of the core parts of the day was getting paired with um, with a colleague randomly. Uh, I, I guess it's randomly. They gave you the name of the person you were going to be paired with. Um, and I, I really appreciated who I was paired with. It's, it's someone who... Um, who I like and I, I know I have great respect for this woman who is really a key part of the, the school community. Um, she's a little bit older than me, but not that much older than me. And we had a we had a good conversation and she was able to share some things going on and I was and you know it was it was good to it was good to connect. Um, I also like my small group. I got to know some people um, better and we had some good conversation and it was just a good day. Um, and then to, at least from my perspective, to put the cherry on top of the Sunday, uh, the food was different. It was a uh, Middle Eastern uh, themed food and um, I really enjoyed it. I, um, I liked it. We, we often, for our faculty luncheons, either have the, um, the, the people that run the cafeteria make our food, which is good. They do a nice job, um, but it's, you know, pretty standard fare. Or we cater from a, um, an Italian restaurant right around the corner and again it's good we have a relationship with that restaurant but it's you know again pretty standard fare but this was interesting yesterday and I enjoyed it and um, I think it really made the day and then at 1:15, we had a little reflection and prayer and we were done which was great because I had a lot of work to do to prepare for 7:15 when I needed to go to the home where I was going to be doing my wine tasting teacher gig for the first time and I was uh, I was excited uh, to have this first gig I was nervous um, because I had imagined it um, a lot but imagining something and actually implementing something are two different things and uh, and I did have work to do I had things I wanted to prepare and that's what I spent the afternoon doing uh, preparing and it was pretty amazing because I went right up to the last minute really in preparing and I even felt like I was I, I was over prepared in some areas I put maybe too much effort into creating one part of the um, of the um, activity or the the teaching um, but I, I think I also kind of under prepared a little bit or, or didn't underprepare, but I didn't prepare as much as I would have wanted to with, with one other aspect, the specific wines that we were going to be tasting. And um, just to give a 30-second a, a elevator speech here about what I'm doing, it is um, helping people in their home or their business. So I go to them, put on um, a wine-tasting educational experience, and I focus on blind wine tastings, which are when you put wines in bags or you cover up the labels and you um, practice, you, you taste without knowing what you're tasting and you do it formally with scorecards and, you know, looking at certain aspects of the wine and you're not biased by 
knowing what's in the bottle and how much it costs and, and so on and so forth. And um, I think the, the, the value that I bring is not just that I have knowledge and experience with wine and wine tasting and wine making, is that I um, can do it for the host or hostess. They don't need to do the bottles themselves so they can participate fully with their uh, their friends and their guests. So I did it last night. It was a great first start, I think. A um, couple dear friends um, invited me and hired me to, to do it. Uh, there were they, this couple and then three other couples. And um, I knew two of the three couples from, from other places. And uh, it was really good and enjoyable and I think laid back. And I, I learned a bit about kind of where to focus and, and some and how to kind of do the flow in many ways, I, I'm an MC in this, and I think, you know, practicing that and refining that is something that I'm comfortable MCing and leading. I do it every day for 50 minutes for five times in my classes, but um, but I think doing it in this setting, you know, will will re- continue to require some some thought and and intentionality, I guess. But it was really good and. The wines was, were good. They were Malbecs that we tasted. I, I learned a few things. Um, one of the surprises that is always a surprise that you get in blind wine tastings is one of the bottles that I brought, which was not a very expensive bottle, um, actually came out as one of the top choices. So that was encouraging to, to see and to discover that um, you know cost doesn't necessarily equal quality and uh, enjoyment of the wine. So in conclusion, it was, um, it was a great start, a great launch. Um, they, um, a number of the people there already were, were talking to me about doing something similarly at their home or doing it with different wines. And I, um, I look forward to that. I think I need some support in a business plan and kind of how to put together um, some of the details. But it seems pretty clear I have a good idea. I have the supplies now that, that I need. I, I've have put things together for that. And, um, I think at this point, it's a matter of getting the word out and then just doing it. So I'm excited. It was, uh, it was a good start and God's presence felt throughout the whole day, certainly the faculty retreat, but also in the connection and the conversation and the learning and the fun really of the evening with this, uh, dear friends of mine, this couple, and, um, also, um, in, in the others who were there in, uh, in the evening. So God was present and, and God is good, I should say as well. So in conclusion, again, what, um, what moments recently have you had for retreat perhaps? Um, maybe it wasn't a formal all day retreat, but just, uh, stepping back for a while from your day to day and, being aware in particular of the presence of God with you. And also, um, when have you been in communion with others, in conversation and um, learning and just enjoying being with each other and um, experiencing um, togetherness? When have you experienced that recently and how is God present to you in the midst of that? So, blessings and peace. Peace.